0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Outtakes. This week I'm joined by a very exciting guest. I have Clive Punter. He's our Chief Revenue Officer at Outfront, if you didn't know that already. And he has five sales P's that he has thought of and is going to share with us today.
1: Thanks, Lindsay. So um, it really came from the five marketing P's, or the four marketing P's, which were originally around price, product, promotion, and profit. And you know, if you go on any textbook around marketing, those P's have existed forever. Um, And it really occurred to me, or the question that really came up to me was, how relevant are they in the modern world of marketing and sales? And I always believe that marketing and sales have to be completely joined up. If you've got great marketing, it makes sales job easy. So I was thinking about the P's, and I was thinking about what do we do every single day, and what ultimately makes a sales company successful. And so I devised what I think are the latest five P's for the sort of modern, both marketing and sales system. Um, and they're based around the new five P's, which are a proposition, precision, prescience or prescient, um, profile, and proof. Um, so i just talk about those um, really quickly. So as far as proposition is concerned, the, the, the whole piece about proposition in a company is my belief that everyone everyone should be able to articulate what our proposition is. And the proposition isn't about the what or the how, it's actually the why. You know, why Why do we help brands grow? Um, and if you think about the modern proposition about a home and the fact that modern media has gone through this massive change, this transformation from really putting advertising out exposure, exposing consumers to advertising to um, engagement which is really measuring everything they do, the fact that the internet was born in 1995 and you know, actually marketers could start to uh, really understand what consumers did not just what they saw and then as, as social media came along in the you know, early 2000s, 2000, 2003, LinkedIn was born, Facebook was born in 2004 we've shifted to this world of advocacy where Everything is about intent marketing, understanding consumer intent, consumer sentiment. So, you know, where do where does Outer Home now fit in that, that sort of modern ecosystem? So part of that proposition is about the way Outer Home not only drives demand at the top of the funnel around massive brand exposure, which is really hard for brands to do in this modern um, you know, intent, personalized, customized world but the fact that you know that's what modern marketing and sales now does at the top of the funnel drives massive engagement which is why you know we overlay mobile geofencing and you know really to prove our activation uh, at the bottom of the funnel and then you know the social amplification which guess what we know that when at a home has the right creative in the right context in the right location we drive massive social amplification so you know the proposition of how you know, how out-of-home fits, but, but why it's even more relevant in the modern marketing ecosystem has become really important. So I think, you know, proposition is ensuring that everyone in the company can tell that story. That, that's the opportunity. The second piece um, is around uh, precision marketing. So lots of brands, you know, from an out-of-home perspective, especially Stick, um, they're advertising out in you know, a large brand awareness top of the funnel but one of the things around, especially from our perspective as a B2B company, you know, we are selling to, um, in fact we're B2B to C, we're selling to businesses that are selling to consumers. So the value of our proposition actually isn't a billboard or a transit uh, display or a triptych on the New York subway, it's actually what it does, it's about the audience and how that intersects with consumers. So our opportunity is really to understand at a precise level um, who we're targeting. So the fact that we've got Smart Scout, you know, our geo uh, location based DMP, we can understand that pre-planning right through to you know the fact that we've GPS located every single billboard and we have a view shared so we can understand where you can see that billboard from. And then we have a back end attribution stack. Did people go online? You know, did they pick up the telephone? Did they tune into a radio and television station, etc. So you know understanding that precision um, at scale, because we're a one-to-many media, we think it's really important. So again, you know, part of that precision is also about the customers that we're seeing. Who are we talking to? And really understanding you know, the, the business and then the consumer. So the B2B2C, to to how we're talking to those businesses, but really starting with the consumer. So that's the, the precision part of it and the way that we go to market as a company and how we target, who we talk to, and then what's the conversation, what's the precise conversation. So part of it is the way we're using Modern marketing techniques, whether it's um, you know web and mobile, email, uh, social media, etc., to market our business as well. So that's precision, prescient. And um, I hadn't really come across the word prescient previously, but prescient, if you look on you know, the Oxford English Dictionary, which I obviously regularly do, um, is, is all about having an understanding or, or knowledge of future occurrence, understanding that you know, things are gonna happen in the future. So if you think about most companies in this modern world, you know, the fact that big data now governs seems to be everything. Um, most companies have enormous amounts of data. The challenge is uh, either um, mining that data or delivering that data or getting that data to deliver insights. So that you know part of the prescient of a, of a company is really understanding what data you've got and then how does that inform your strategy or decision making process. Around a company, so let me give you a couple of examples. You know, one prescient piece of thinking is if you think about our local sales team. You know, so we have 400 local salespeople in our business. Over the last few years, you know, we've had listen, we've had quite a few of those um, local local people um, change. We've hired a lot of people. One part of the prescient thinking might be understanding where those people have come from. You know, which industries did they come from? Which companies did they come from? And who's being successful? So really tying together you know the viewpoint of that data of people to inform our recruiting strategy going forward for example so um looking at um, you know, other things like um, categories so we have about 50,000 customers and part of the opportunity is you know, what categories are trending, one of the things we see in our business over time is that if we understand that data of category and verticals that are trending, we can start to understand you know, what the hot categories are, you know, what's happening around D2C what specific types of D2C brand have built their business on web and mobile and need to drive mass awareness so part of our prescient thinking is really digging into the data to inform our sales strategy so that actually we can be um, you know, a bit smarter about where we, you know, where we go and what we do. Prescient comes from the word pre-science. Pre-science is the data that precedes a strategy or a decision um, of what we're actually going to do. So that's, so that's also what we're trying to do. And I think as individuals we can really start to think about you know, what data are we sitting on? How are we, how are we operating as salespeople to inform you know, our individual strategy? So that's prescient. The next one is about profile. Profile for me, uh, from a sales perspective, is is really simple. It's like an advertising campaign. As a salesperson, our job is to see, um, you know, the right, or to get in front of the right people uh, at the right time and to create, you know, that that proposition. So profile is about, you know, getting out, uh, the out being the operative word. So, you know, one of the questions is, you know, how do you build your profile? Part of our profile is using marketing modern techniques, so some of it might be, you know, as we do, email marketing, instant messaging, etc. So there's your online profile, thinking about the way you use social media, your LinkedIn profile, the way you're um, elevating, connecting with the right people and elevating your profile with those people, the way you're sharing, you know, smart information or smart articles that show you're a thought leader in the space. Um, so part of it is your you know your online profile then part of it is about appearing in the right place so as a company whether it's you know being um, you know front of house at advertising week or whether it's you know Art Basel which uh, we're driving with the, with the uh, creative community so as a company you know we're, we're sort of again, as I said right at the start, is driving the sort of marketing intersection with sales to create that, you know, that big profile um, where we're in front of the right brands at the right time so that they can understand how we can help them grow their business. But also individually as a salesperson is thinking about how you create your own profile. You know, it's really um, important, especially today, you know, in this modern marketing era where... You know, everyone is online, our customers are online, they're connecting with us, they're looking at us, they're judging us. So, what does your profile say about you? So, that's the profile piece. And then the final bit is about proof. One of the biggest challenges in marketing today is, um, you know, whether it's Lord Leverhulme, I think it was, I think you guys in America say it's someone else, but the old adage of 50% of my advertising works, I just don't know which 50% works. So, you know, the question is, how do we prove? You know, how do we prove that our medium works? And also, you know, How do you hold yourself accountable around your own proof, meaning the cause and effect of what you do every single day, and proving out that you're you know, driving relationships, spending your time in the right places? So part of that, especially um, in our home, is, is as we start to move towards more um, attribution, mobile geofencing, really starting to prove... Um, you know top of the funnel bottom of the funnel brand awareness activation driving brand awareness so we know you know that when we overlay mobile geofencing on a home out of home in the same geolocation we get a three times secondary action rate for example the reason we know that is because we've run thousands of mobile campaigns so we start to see you know a regular um, occurrence around
0: proving
1: out that someone saw that billboard ad and then they went and did something so again as we start to overlay um, an attribution Stack onto our business, you know, we think that proving um, the efficacy and also the value of our medium because Alehome is still, in my view, very much um, undervalued. So we think proof is going to become um, ever increasingly important. One of the one of the watchwords or cautionary tales that I think we need to be careful on proof and especially in media attribution is around um, how, what I call how much an impression is worth. Um, certainly, when I when I worked at LinkedIn, you know, I used to go see lots of agencies, and the first thing they'd say is, "What's my click through rate?" And we'd say the click through rates, whatever, zero point zero three on an ad. And they'd compare us to the Wall Street Journal or whatever you know, whatever um, other marketing channels they were using. And what was interesting about that conversation is that the, the impression was worthless. It was worth nothing. It was all about the click. So one of the things again, um, you know, is that in our home, you know, the the impression, the attention, you know, sticking a billboard in Times Square where there's a you know a million um, you know a million tourists guess what? You're getting massive, massive impression and exposure. So whilst, whilst attribution is the be-all and end-all and everyone's chasing that ball, we still believe you know, that that top-of-the-funnel brand awareness is, um, is really, really important for brands. And the reason it is, is because brands, as we know, are built over um, long periods of time. You know, it's not one-click um, or you know one social post that's going to necessarily change your mind about a brand. They're built up over periods of time so, so they're my five Ps um, I hope that's useful um, certainly it's something that we're going to be um, working with and driving into our business. I've, I've sort of glossed over obviously there's a lot more information um, around that but I hope that's useful um, certainly as we start to uh, elevate our business and work with more brands to help them grow their business because that's why we're here.
0: Thanks Clive and I think for everyone listening the Clive first presented this at our sales managers meeting in Chicago a few weeks ago and for everyone listening it just it's a really important story and as you're going you're preparing different proposals or prepping for client meetings, keeping those five P's in mind in terms of how you're building your client strategies where you're using data, but also how you're presenting out front and the profile you're building for us as a brand is so important um, and it will continue to elevate both the medium and out fronts profile literally. Um, as we go. So thank you again for tuning in and thank you Clive for the time. I know you're very busy and until next time, over and out.